guitar is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. It's finally here. It's time. It's, uh, this is quite possibly my Christmas. (laughs) And I'm sure it's your Christmas as well if you do celebrate Christmas. Hey, whatever. This is the time of year that us piping fans live for. This is it. It's here. It's time. Oh, it's just such, such a wonderful time of year. I'm just so excited. Unbelievable. Piping live. 2017 has opened its doors. Opened its doors there on Monday. And wow, what a way to open things. I'm going to get just so confused. There is so much stuff to talk about. My head is spinning. Ourselves on the Rab Show, me and the other guys on the team, we have been working insanely hard to try and keep on top of everything. And we're not doing it. We're just, we simply cannot keep on top of the sheer volume of stuff that's coming out it's just i don't know i can't come on here to record the podcast and i know right now as i'm recording this i'm missing stuff (laughs) there's stuff happening right now there's live streams happening right now that i could be tuning in and listening to there's loads of sort of write-ups and reports and reviews of the previous things that's happened this week uh, I don't know, social media has just become, like I flip on my own personal Facebook and it's just full of people who are in Glasgow at the minute, who are sitting in Todd's bar having pints or they're in their counting house bar in George Square or they're, you know, they're watching a band practicing outside the hotel and, oh, who's that band? Oh, it's just Inverary. You know, practicing on a street corner, as you do. Oh, who's that little band over there that's just deciding to blow up? You know, starting to blow their pipes for maybe half an hour? Oh, it's just Shots and Dykehead. You know, just tuning up beside the traffic lights, as you do. For goodness... Ah, man, it's such a wonderful time of year. I cannot stress to you. If you haven't been over to Glasgow for the Pipe and Life Festival or the World Championships... It's just awesome. It really is. Oh, and it's finally here. <laughs> That's a bit of an excited intro for you. Can you tell I'm chuffed it's World's Week? Yeah. Welcome along. We'll get through to the proper introductions, shall we? Yeah. Welcome along to the Big Rab Show podcast. We are the show for the piping folk. So you join us if you're only just tuning in now. Welcome. Uh, yeah, if it's got bagpipes in it, that's what we're all about. And you're joining us at a very exciting time of year. This is the week that all of us piping fans live for. We get a week-long festival of music, of piping, drumming, 
and everything to do with our own scene, our piping world, culminates all in this week. We all head to Glasgow and enjoy the Piping Live Festival. Now, I've been warming up to this event now for what seems to be weeks, weeks and months, and we've been talking about the big one for months now, and it's finally here. I don't know. It's so exciting. It's ridiculous. Anyway, enough about how excited I am. I hope you guys are just equally as excited and I hope you're going to enjoy this podcast. I'm going to, do you know what? I'm actually going to lift the phone for topic of the week this week. I'm going to lift the phone and see if I can get someone down here to chat up, to chat with me because yeah, you've already guessed the topic of the podcast. We're going to start talking about predictions for the big one and I don't just want it to be me giving my thoughts uh, because I think that'd be a bit boring. I wanted to be a, a little bit more broad and a little bit more of possibly an argument. Uh, so yeah, I might just lift the phone, see if we can get somebody down, and yeah, we might do that uh, later on. But that'll be yeah after I get through the first bit of the podcast, uh, which is listener mail. Now I've got one particular piece of listener mail that really stood out. I, I complained last week that we didn't have many or much in the way of listener mail. But, yeah, <laughs> once I made the podcast on live streaming, whew, you talk about opening the floodgates? Wow. A lot of very strong opinions on uh, live streaming. Um, if you haven't checked it out before, please do go and check out our podcast from last week where we've talked all about uh, the RSPBA, the competitions on live events, and what we do on the Big Grab Show by providing live video and audio streaming on Facebook. So, a lot of polarised opinions. A lot of people, well, mostly, I don't know, polarised, they weren't disagreeing with each other. Everyone was saying just how amazing it was. I done my best on last week's podcast to try and find the negative. Uh, the emails that I got through from people saying that there was no negative. You know, and they couldn't find a negative either. So, but I will read one. So I have to, well, first off, thank you to absolutely everyone for emailing in in the first place. Really appreciate it, guys. And again, apologies for not being able to sit and read through all of them. Otherwise, I will be here for quite a while. But shout out to all you guys who've emailed in. You know who you are. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now, one such message came in. From a woman called Patricia Murphy. Now I wanted to read this in. <sighs> this one kind of wrapped it up in a bow for me. Uh, so she said, hey Big Rab, I hope you realise how good your coverage of the piping world is. How important it is also for those of us who could be living abroad. I live in Wexford. Down through the years, I have travelled north to Northern Ireland and to Scotland for my love of the music and the competition. However, having, reaching, having reached an age when it's not possible anymore to travel, you bring it straight to my home. I just want you to know what a brilliant service you provide and to say a big thank you. What you are doing is simply the best. Isn't that awesome? Patricia... Thank you. Now that is only one email out of possibly a whole bunch as well. There was a few people who actually said that they are currently 
in hospital and were able to tune into our live streaming uh, at the weekend where we were live streaming there from Moira this past weekend for the Lisburn and Castlereagh Championships and people were actually actually watching from hospital uh, having <laughs> there was one guy he actually took a photograph with him and the nurse who was taking his blood pressure watching grade one now that was just awesome <laughs> not going to give your name obviously because yeah, I'm sure you don't want me broadcasting your name but you know who you are <laughs> you know it's stuff like that that just makes you think wow that's just incredible and that's what we do it for anyway this is not about live streaming it's not about all of that but that was listener mail thank you everyone for all of your messages of support and if anything it, yeah I really appreciate it if the time does ever come where we are producing live streaming again and all the rest and you're watching it and enjoying it please do share it with your mates share it out on your page and your social media or wherever you are share it out and let people know what we're doing so we can have more people tune in and enjoy what we do if anything that's what we're doing here in the podcast too whenever we ask you to give us a rating and like and give us that five star thing on itunes and do all that stuff that kind of brings it up the ladder it tells people oh look there's a pipe band podcast there you know and that's what kind of helps spread the word about our wee show so yeah if you can please do yeah give us that all-important rating it means the world plus we also have a bit of a giveaway going at the moment yes i believe a lot of people may have forgotten about this but yeah we have a podcast exclusive giveaway at the minute and you have up until the end of august to get your entries in the the blah, spit out the brick grab the way the way you can enter is by giving us an all important rating on iTunes plus a review. Whenever you're posting your review, review please post your name at the end of it so you can be chosen as a possible entry. So any reviews that we get on iTunes, any ratings, stuff like that, that all gets included, and you begin with a chance of winning a drone flow system by Trap Dry. So if you are a piper and you're interested in some kind of moisture control system for your drones, then what better than using the drone flow system from Trap Dry? Used by professionals all across the world, apparently. I'm a drummer. I'm completely unaware of, of uh, moisture control systems. But, yeah, I, I have it on very good authority from quite a number of sources that it is possibly one of the best out there. So there you go. You have it from the horse's myth. If you want to have a chance to win a Trap Dry system, there you go. That's what you need to do. Drop us an all-important comment or rating on itunes right let's get to it before we do i have to give a shout out to some completely awesome people at the very top of this important podcast this week that is of course our all-important patrons we have three awesome patrons at the moment and that is jeremy downs brandon moreno and of course the house of piping you three guys are simply Awesome. Now, these three guys who are our patrons, of course, they are very important and they get a shout out on each show because they're just awesome. But they're also privy to some, uh, let me see, what do you call it? Perks, some privileges. There's been a lot of content recently uploaded to our Patreon page that is accessible only to patrons. So if you do want to get a sneak peek at some of that extra footage or extra kind of material that's uploaded there to our Patreon page, the way for you to get viewing it or seeing it or whatever's going on in there is to become a Patreon. So check out our Patreon page 
And yeah, click that wee support button. That would be much appreciated. Plus, you get a load of extra stuff. So, awesomeness. Okay, enough of the plugs. Time to get to it. So much piping news, it's not funny. Now, as I said, this is Piping Live Week. We will possibly be talking about the Piping Live Festival and the World Championships themselves for a good number of weeks to come. So do not fear. (laughs) We will eventually get to the top of the pile. But these are the stories so far this week that have kind of perked our interest and have hit our script for this week in a nutshell. So bear with us. We have had a lot of stuff. But let's get to it. First of all, we'll wrap up what happened at Lisburn and Castlereagh. Yeah, the Lisburn and Castlereagh Championships happened this past weekend in Moira in Northern Ireland. Now, Moira was a very strange competition. It was a very odd affair. That's just being honest. A lot of bands on the day seemed to be... Where some bands were treating it with ultra competitiveness and honestly trying to win it, a lot of other bands seemed to be there to set sound and to kind of practice through the motions. Looking ahead to the following week, a lot of bands were actually just there to tune up, get a little run out, and whatever bees bees, the end game is the World Championships the following week. So it's a bit unfortunate. You know, the Castlereagh, Lisburn and Castlereagh Championships it kind of fell in a strange position on the calendar where it's kind of sandwiched in between the Scottish and the Worlds. It's a bit unfortunate, but I think no matter what competition would fall in that bracket, it's always going to be seen as just a warm-up for the Worlds. But all in all, it was a fantastic competition. It was really well run. The association done an amazing job, by the way. Uh, of putting it all together uh, certainly no complaints on the venue or the parking or anything like that uh, they've done a stellar job um, but yeah it was just that weird position for a lot of bands who were perhaps treating it like a, an additional practice but hey that's my commentary on it <laughs> let's talk about our winners okay starting with the drum majors our novice Champion went to Leanne Crooks of Surla and District. Well done, Leanne. Junior champion went to Rebecca Hamilton of Tully Lagan. Yeah, God, Rebecca. Yeah. Well, I have to give Rebecca a shout because Rebecca was on our live show. And yeah, she was just awesome on there. So congratulations, Rebecca. Top spot. I think you were just a little bit happy whenever you lifted your prize. <laughs> the juvenile champion went to Emma Barr of the Field Marshal Montgomery. Well done, Emma. And the adult champion went to yeah, Andrea McKeown of Battle Hill. There you go. So well done, Andrea. Right, on to the bands. Now, grade 4B went to Lisna Mulligan. Well done, Lisna Mulligan. The drumming went to Grantia. Uh, so there you go. So all shaken up there in grade 4B. Great result for Lesnar Mulligan. Uh, let me see. Grade 4A then went to St Mary's Derry Trasna. There you go. Still continuing their winning ways. St Mary's having an amazing season this year. And the drumming went to Tully Lagan. Yeah! Go on the Lagan! <laughs> now, I'm cheering for Tully Lagan because, of course, I have family playing for Tully Lagan. So I can be kind of biased. But, yeah, they actually they won the drumming, but they came fifth as a band. So, hmm. Yeah, lifting the top spot, but placing fifth as a band. Yeah, so lifting drumming and then fifth as a band. Hey, it happens, do you know? 
sometimes your drummers can be amazing and then something happens, be it in the piping end or in the ensemble. We don't know, but that's what it is. Okay, grade 3B. Yeah, as I did say, normal service has been resumed. The Quinn Memorial lifted the top spot and ensemble preference, plus they lifted the drum and title as well. Well done to the Quinn. They lifted, yeah, grade 3B. Grade 3A went to Marlacou, and they lifted the drumming as well. So not a bad weekend's work from Marlacou. If you haven't heard the run, actually, uh, from Marlacou, go and check it out. There are videos available of Marlacou's run. Sounding pretty strong, to be fair. Now, grade 2. Grade 2 went to the Manor. Hey! Manor Cunningham lifted the top spot. Plus, Manor Cunningham lifted the drumming title as well. So not a bad weekend's work there from Manor Cunningham. Well done. Now, grade 1. Grade 1 was a really interesting competition, actually. Listening to some bands such as Auckland and District, the Vale of Athol were there as well. Blairy were there, PSNI. It was a very competitive grade. And Rafaia as well, who also sounded amazing. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, a very competitive grade 1. Um, but, yeah, the Field Marshal Montgomery lifted the top spot and they lifted the drumming as well. So a very strong showing from Field Marshal. Well done, guys. Looking good, heading over across the water for next week. So, well done, guys. Right. So, everything that happened at Moira was all live streamed. We managed to cover all of Grade 2 and all of Grade 1. So, plus those all-important results in the March past and all that sort of stuff. So, it was all very good. Uh, well covered. On the weekend, I have to say congratulations to our team who worked tirelessly. We had a pretty rough day, actually, with conditions and everything. So, our, ter- our team did work very hard on the day to try and bring you guys as much coverage as we could from Moira. So, there we go. So, congratulations, everyone. Now, we're still talking about results now. There was two other competitions happened this weekend, which did have a large entry of bands. We got a lot of messages through to our social media asking us were we covering these events, and unfortunately, we couldn't. Uh, yeah, it was basically we didn't have anyone on the team available at the weekend to cover these. So, apologies, everyone who were expecting to get live streaming from these events, but yeah, we were stuck. We managed to bring you coverage of Moira, but that was it. Let's talk about North Berwick first of all. Grade 4B went to Stockbridge. There we go. Well done, Stockbridge. Grade 4A went to Dunbar, RBL, and the drumming went to Denny and Dunnypace. Grade 3 went to the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, still showing strong there. And they managed to lift the drumming as well, so well done, Royal Borough. Now, Grade 2 went to Glasgow Sky, plus they lifted the drumming, so well done, Glasgow Sky. Now, Grade 1 went to Johnstone with... Straight firsts right across the board. If you'd seen the summary sheets for North Berwick yet, go and have a juke at Grade 1. Johnstone, yeah. Top spots right the way across. Very impressive run there from Johnstone. So well done, everyone. Uh, Johnstone, long may it continue. Now, the Bridge of Allen competition. Yeah, it was a bit of a washout. Whenever you looked at the conditions at the Bridge of Allen, whew. They were fierce. I have never seen rain like it at a competition since, well, Dumbarton. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. It was, yeah, I wished all the bands who were competing on the day the best of luck of getting dried out afterwards because it was just horrible. I actually think, well, I was kind of halfway called off. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but I think I did hear reports that possibly they had to wrap up early because the conditions were just awful. You couldn't have competed in them. If you've seen any of the videos from Bridge of Allen, the conditions were just horrendous. 
So best of luck, everyone there, Bridge of Allen. Let's run through the results that we managed to get. So grade 4B, winner went to the College of Piping, Summerside. And second place went to Oban High School. So well done. Now grade 4A went to Oban High School. And second spot went to the Three Scots. Yeah. Grade 3 went to George Watson's College. And the second place went to the Highlanders. Grade 2... Glasgow Sky lifted the top spot. And St Thomas alumni finished up second. Not a bad result there for St Thomas. Right, grade one. I went to the Pipe Band Club of Australia. Pipe Band Club of Australia. There you go. Lifted the top spot there in grade one MSR. And second spot went to Glasgow Sky. So that was your weekend at Bridge of Allen. I think terrible conditions at Bridge of Allen. And yeah, I think... Now, I, have, I haven't got this confirmed yet, but I did hear that I think they had to wrap it up early because the conditions were just so shocking. So, yeah, good luck to the bands who were there at Bridge of Allen. Try to get your stuff all dried out for this weekend, guys. Yeah, wish you well. Okay, now let's talk about it, will we? The World Championships are this weekend. Even saying that sentence out loud gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Ah, this is just, you know, this is our time of year. This is what we love. This is what we live for. And it's here. It's finally here. The World Championships are here. This week, let's break it down grade by grade, as I always do. Grade 4B, we have 60 bands. Three qualifying heats with a final of 18 so that's six bands from each qualifying group. So Grade 4B is simply huge. Unbelievably huge. 60 bands. That is no joke. Now we have a show before where we've been through the entire draw for the World Championships. If you want to listen back to that, you can. I give my first-hand impression of the draw whenever i first seen it. So that's worth listening to, actually. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. Because uh, <laughs> I'm mispronouncing names all over the place and really embarrassing myself. But hey, 60 bands in Grade 4B to get down to a final of 18. That's not going to be easy. So best of luck everyone in Grade 4B. Grade 4A, we had 33 bands. Again, with two qualifying heats with a final of 12. Six bands from each heat. So again, to whittle it down from 33 bands to 12... I don't know. <laughs> Even that's a tall order. You think 4B... Well, 4B is bad. That's really bad. 60 bands down to 18. And now you have 33 bands down to 12. Yikes. Now, Grade 3B, we have 21 bands. Again, with two qualifying heats running. And you have to get down to a final of 12. So that's six bands from each heat. So there's 21 bands in 3B down to a final of 12. Uh-huh, yep, not easy at all. Grade 3A, 24 bands, two qualifying heats again, and again with a final of 12. So it's six again from each qualifying heat. So you have 24 bands, making it down to a final of 12. I don't know. You know, whenever I'm reading through this and I'm looking at the numbers of it all, the stats and figures... Like before, before you even step on the field, the odds are against you. <laughs> you know? But hey, there we go. Let's on to grade two. Possibly one of the most competitive grades, uh, I would argue. Uh, grade two, you have 28 bands. 
Yeah, and you're going to have a final of 12. Again with two qualifying heats. So from 28 down to 12, and then you have to play again on a final. Oof, good luck, guys. Grade 1, 20. You have 20 grade 1 bands. And you have an MSR qualifying heat and a medley qualifying heat. And you all have to whittle it down to a final of 12 to play on Saturday. And again, once you qualify for the final, or if you qualify for the final, again, you have to compete in MSR and medley. So, you know, if you were to come on the top spot and you lift number one in grade one, you will have played two MSRs, two medley performances and came out top. Now that, that's not a small feat by any means. So any band that manages over the course of two days to play four times and still win, that's not to be sneezed at. You know, some people really disagree with the two-day format. I'm still, okay, I'll be perfectly honest, I'm still not a great fan of the two-day format. The two-day format does seem to work as far as grade one is concerned. But the Friday for me, it's a little bit lost it's yeah you don't have the same crowd you don't have the amount of stalls and everything open you only have really half of the ground half of the park is open to you as a spectator and it's all about grade one now don't get me wrong as a piping fan that's awesome because on the friday you're standing in glasgow green and you get to look around and you're surrounded with grade one pipe bands now tell me where else in the world that would happen but on the friday on qualifying day it's just you and 20 grade one pipe bands tuning up and practicing and trying to get that final top spot the final qualifying spot you know what i mean and it's simply brilliant from a musical point of view if you're a piping fan it's just for you but from my own opinion from attending the two-day worlds now for quite a number of years I bring my family with me and there's nothing for them to do (laughs) other than stand there with me studying the grade one performances. So as you can understand whenever you're bringing little toddlers with you maybe standing listening to Bog Hall for 20 minutes isn't their idea of fun. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So yeah I don't know the two day qualifying thing. Perhaps whenever you're looking at the volume of bands, when you look at grade 4B and there's 60 bands in there, yeah, I think there maybe could be an argument if you're going to run the Worlds over two days, why not have the qualifying heats for all the grades on Friday and then run on the Saturday with all of your finals? Don't know. Food for thought. But I suppose then if you don't qualify for your final then are you really going to turn up on the Saturday? You know, if you had worked all year and you go on the Friday and you fail to qualify, are you really going to go on Saturday? So I suppose it's a double-edged sword. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, perhaps that was the thinking behind it whenever they first proposed it to be only grade one. I don't know. I don't know. But that's my thoughts on it anyway. I think qualifying day, from a spectator's point of view... Seems a little lost because there aren't as many things open as what they would be on the Saturday. The Saturday is the main day. Don't get me wrong. As soon as you go through those gates on the Saturday morning, be it 7am I think whenever the gates open. 
it's yeah it's like a carnival every stall is open everything is on it's it's the world's you know you're there baby and that's it you know the competition itself on the saturday is just second to none it's awesome but the friday you're there and it's uh okay what have we got we've got two or three chip fans a lot of porterloos um maybe a, a you know a premier drum store or a dandy drum store something like that somewhere where you can get by spare reeds and a, a cape or something um that's that's about it really yeah i don't know that's my thoughts on qualifying day i'm sure i will give you a proper wrap-up of how this year's qualifying day goes as it happens right let's talk pipe and live has started now i will not i refuse to start listing off all of the events that pipe and live has had so far because there has just been so many we've already done a podcast a complete show all about our picks from pipe and live and there's just too many to choose from uh a lot of people seem to love our picks again some people disagree and say oh but you're missing this and you're missing this and you're missing that yeah pipe and live kicked off on monday and the coverage i have to say from pipe and live this year has been fantastic if you aren't subscribed or subscribed if you aren't following pipe and live on twitter then you're missing a trick because the amount of tweets that these guys are producing is fantastic. They're given blow-by-blow reports as the day progresses from 9am in the morning. They're tweeting throughout the day telling you what's happening. Go yeah, and check out their Twitter account. They're producing some amazing coverage. They have been doing some live streaming as well. We had the master solos there on Monday. Uh, the Peabrook plus the MSR and they live streamed the whole thing from start to end. Plus, we were getting live streams as well uh, from George Square from We Love Pipe Bands. It was just awesome, by the way. So thank you, We Love Pipe Bands. And, of course, you had the College of Piping who were also doing some live streaming of their own. All of these different websites, who are, are Facebook pages and all that certain sort of different stuff, they were all doing their own live streams of their events, which is just fantastic. Because, again, it brings it back to my previous podcast of last week. Trying to find the negative in it. And if all of these people are now producing live streams of their own. There we go. Food for thought. RSPBA. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Ourselves here on the Big Rab Show. We will be live streaming ourselves. Of course from Wednesday we will be covering as much events as we possibly can so when you're listening to this podcast perhaps the events have already happened or we've already covered them or yeah because this podcast goes out on wednesday evening so by now we will have already covered most of wednesday which will have bill livingston's book launch we will have covered the argyle and southern highlanders book launch there's lots of book launches we've could have possibly got the this the pipe idol final that we hope to get to there's so many things that we hope to cover as part of pipe and live um yeah that we hope to bring it all to you on our social media on our facebook page but it's not just us this is what i'm trying to say the guys on pipe and live are doing their own live streaming and their social media accounts are just on fire at the minute they're producing so much good stuff you're thinking where have you been all season you know <laughs> during piping live week wow the amount of piping content you guys are producing is just brilliant so where are you the rest of the year anyway keep it going love it guys now i have to give a special shout 
to, yeah, you guys all know I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan. Congratulations to Fred Morrison. He has just won the McCrimmon solo piping competition in the Lorient there, France, for the ninth time. Fred, you are just a legend. Wow. Awesome. So he's won the McCrimmon solo piping competition there for the ninth time. And there's a photograph of him there standing with the trophy. And uh, he just looks a little bit happy. So congratulations, Fred Morrison. Yeah, I'm giving you a special shout on the podcast because you all know that I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan. If you haven't heard any Fred Morrison's playing, where have you been? Where have you been? Go and check out Fred Morrison right now. Go and Google him. Pause him. Pause the podcast. Whatever. I'll I'll sit here. I'll wait. I said, I said I'll wait. If you don't know who Fred is, Fred Morrison, go and check him out. Ah. Oh. My word, what what a talent. So yeah, Fred Morrison, the legend that is Fred, and he has won this competition now, the McCrimmon Solos competition, for the ninth time. Awesome. So, let's, last little bit of piping news before the topic of the week. Denny and Donny Pace Glen Eagles Pipe Band made a special announcement at the start of the week. Now, this is kind of special. Yeah, awesome news. They've made the announcement that they're coming back to the Grade 1 arena. Now, those of you who have been in the piping world for long enough, you're going to know this band. Danny and Donny Pace have been a force to be reckoned with in Grade 1 in their time. These guys, sometimes people would argue, were almost ahead of their time for creativity in their medley performances. If you look back at some of the medley performances that that Danny has played, some of them are just incredible. Some of them, I could list off three or four here. I'm not going to, but God, I'm going to bore you. But, yeah, go and check out some recordings from Denny and Donny Pace Pipe Band. Some of their stuff is simply amazing. They have now made the announcement that they are coming back to the Grade 1 Arena for 2018. They've now managed to secure a new lead drummer, Simon Grant. And the aim is to build the band through the winter with the view of hitting the Grade 1 Arena in 2018. Now, isn't that incredible? So, Denny and Donny Pace, back in the Grade 1 arena. So excited to see them back. That's awesome news. So, they've also asked, they've asked, in general, the band will be recruiting. As I said, they will be building over the winter months. So, if you do fancy lifting the sticks, or indeed the pipes, with this legendary band that is Denny and Donny Pace, now's your chance. They've asked you to get in contact with them via their social media. They have a Facebook group and all of that sort of stuff. Or contact any band member at all. Go and give them a shout. And they will hook you up with an, a possible audition. And yeah, you can go along. Try it out. Have a go. And this could be your chance to play with the legendary Denny and Donny Pace. How awesome's that? Alright guys. Enough of me slabbering for now. Time for me to go and make a cup of tea. And make a wee phone call. It's time to start talking predictions. Time for the topic of the week. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work? House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website and audio-video recordings all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount 
Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314002 Pipe Band Hub promoting the pipe band scene since 2011 For all your news, results and performances follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone Grant, it's time for Topic of the Week. Right, you've already guessed by the topic of the podcast, you know exactly what we're talking about. It's the biggest piping event in the piping calendar. It's, yeah, it is what it is. So, But I had to bring in an extra pair of hands before I started talking about any kind of predictions and putting myself on the record. You guys have been emailing in your predictions and yeah, I had to bring on a guest. So welcome to the podcast, a relative of mine, Andrew. <laughs> what about you? Well, let's crack. So, be fair to say, I have to do like a precursor as well. You're, uh, yeah, you may have a little bit of bias in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe one uh, one side of you considering I'm taking part, so uh, you always got to back yourself, I suppose. Yeah. Well, aye, so as we're going through, you may be making some picks from a little bit of a bias, but hey, right. Well, we start at the start then, mate. What have we got? Grade four B. What are your picks for Grade 4B? Who do you think is going to lift the big one? Um, 4B, I had to think a bit about 4B because sometimes, you know, well, from my point of view, anyway, 4B is quite a, I wouldn't, not an open grade, but there's more bands. It's, it's harder to choose, you know, the top end. Aye. Um, my pick for 4B overall band is Kildog and drums Kildog as well. Ah, drumming is Kildog as well. Yeah, see, to be honest, I was torn between Kildog and Grancha. Um but I'm going to go with that anyway, we'll see. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm going to put myself out there as well, and I'm going to say 4B, Kildog. Although I had New Ross and Grancha, but I think I've got New Ross in the wrong grade there. Have uh, I? I have no idea. Uh, they, have a, they have a bigger band. They did have a smaller band, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but I have Grancha in there as well for 4B. So for that, for us two then, it's between... That's strange, yeah, because uh, we didn't talk about this before, so... No, no, no. Well, that's a precursor as well. We didn't discuss this prior to recording this. We've all came in here with our own notes and things. So, Kildog have had an amazing season, to be fair. They have, um, yeah. Willie Ray's doing a good job. I've, I've stood behind them a couple of times this year. There's a couple of young drummers in there that uh, they're more confident than I am as a drummer. So, sometimes <laughs> it knocks you back a bit, but... Well, we've got a few listener mail who's going to be joining in in our conversation. We've got an email here from Stuart Shembry. <laughs> we had a chat about this and how you pronounce this name, Stuart, so sorry, mate. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few S's and C's and H's in there. I'll go, I'll go with Shembury, but that could be slightly yeah, Shembury. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll call you Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, so Stuart has said for 4B, 
Kilmarnock and then the drums for Granchet. So he's Kilmarnock. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with Granchet. Kilmarnock, I haven't heard them this year, um, but maybe he knows something I don't. Well, to be fair, see, on the live show, when we were doing the live thing on Fuse FM, a few people text in about Kilmarnock. Yeah. So Kilmarnock could be a possible... You know, Dark Horse is not on our radar because we're, you know, obviously focused on Northern Ireland bands. You know, that's what we know. Well, that's, uh, that's, I suppose, the problem with the focus is that we have such a tight competition circuit. We forget to include all those Scottish bands. When it comes to the majors, you need to get an eye in on those bands too. Yeah, see, that's it. And then we've got one in from Paul Hassan as well. Hey, Paul. Uh, he's saying for Grade 4B, again, Kilmarnock. And the drumming going to Kilmarnock. So... Uh, yeah, maybe start to worry about this band a bit. Do you know, yeah, there could be a possible, yeah, a possible thumbs up. But for me and you, it has to be Kildog. I'm going with Kildog for now. I mean, the thing about Kilmarnock is, and you know yourself, Rob, when, sometimes when you hear bands around the park and whenever they're in final tuning, they're going really strong. And maybe they haven't had the results that we've seen yeah. so far this year, but they could be a strong band, yeah. That's it. So... I can just hear everyone laughing at home or even shouting at their podcast device going, no, you're wrong. But do you know the beauty of this? What kind of thing, once you started recording this and then the words happens and then people go and listen back to this. Well, yeah, we'll sound ridiculous then. Yeah. Um, the thing about this is, as I say, with 4B, 4A, possibly even, uh, I think 3A is quite a tight grade as well. Yeah. If there's grades like that, you could pick any one of five or six pounds and you'll still get it wrong. <laughs> Completely. Okay, grade 4A then. Let's see if you agree with me. My picks for 4A. Where do I have them written down here? Aye, I had St Mary's, Derry Trasna. Yeah, well, I suppose my decision's already <laughs> already made with this grade. Um, St Mary's, Derry Trasna's done very well all year, especially in the piping end, and I uh, can't really argue with that, but uh, more to the point, the drumming has got to go to ourselves and Tully Lagan. Yay! <laughs> uh, see, that, there's the bias creeping in. But to be fair, man, you've had a pretty decent latter half of the season to be fair for you yeah um, I don't know whether it's uh, a good thing or not but we always seem to finish strong in the season um, mm. well I know whenever I first joined the band when they were going into 3B they won the first competition which yeah. is a bit of a shock but the general trend for Tully Lagan is that they do finish strong this season uh, we've done quite well in the majors in mm. the All-Ireland and we won the All-Ireland drumming and mm. the Scottish drumming. Scottish as well yeah and we won uh, last week in uh, Moira as well so mm-hmm. um, you know we're, we're coming to our form at that right time of the year which just is just at the right time leading up to Glasgow so could that, this isn't like a prediction of sorts for you like really is it it's like a it's, premonition you see it coming <laughs> it's a statement yeah I mean you have to believe that you can do it if you're not if you're not going to go to the world's aiming to get that top price then you know. well that's it why do you bother turning up yeah yeah. So, well to be fair Tully Laggins in my pick for the drumming as well but I'll throw a fly in the ointment for you. Uh, what about McDonald Memorial? McDonald have got a few uh, a few prizes this year, and uh, I have to say all the best of luck to them. Yeah, um, mm. but we're going to take it. Like that's just <laughs> that's what we're still it. Well, here here's Stuart again. Uh, he's saying for Grade Four A, his picks are St Mary's, uh, Derry Trasna, and the drumming goes to McDonald Memorial. So that's kind of just about what I said there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, St Mary's. I know a few of the guys in that band as well. I wish them good luck for the world's. Uh, a very strong band, uh, a few really solid drummers in there, and they've got the, the ability to do it, absolutely. There you go. And then Paul Hassan, he's saying for uh, Grade 4A, first place, St Mary's, 
I think everyone's kind of singing off the same hymn sheet here. Uh, the drumming will go to St Mary's as well. He's saying a clean sweep for them. No, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry, mate. But <laughs> no bias at all there. No, no. Go on the lagging. I will not be swayed. <laughs> Well, we're flying through here rightly, but let's talk about the grade fours, to be fair. Uh, yeah. To start with, there's a serious amount of overseas bands in grade four. There's grade four A and four B. Four A, we've, we've looked at the, the grade early in the year. Um, whenever we went to play at the UK's, you know, mm. you've got Johnson, pipe band, you've got, you know, I suppose it's probably a harder grade to pick than four B because the top ten bands on their day, some, you know, some of the bands have a great run and... Mm. Uh, you know, even if you're playing to the best of your ability, you know, you're you're really dependent on how everybody else goes that day as well. Well, that's it, and then as well, you know, both bands have to play twice. Yeah. Well, no matter who you're playing for, if you make it through to the final, by the time you reach the final, if you get there, you're bound to be knackered. It's a long day. That's a, a big a big part of the I suppose the competition circuit, getting the band, you know, to that point where they're capable of playing twice in a day and, yeah. and that's that's not an easy uh it's difficult to do at that level. I mean I suppose we've had the benefit, um you know, Tully Lagham and Dover till the Scottish championships. Yeah. And so you know, the other Scottish bands that were there, they'll have felt the benefit of uh playing on that day as well. But um when mm. we came back over and played at Moira we selected to play up to three B. And and a number of Northern Ireland bands, McGillstown did that. Yeah. Um, and you know, some band, some guys maybe have the opinion what what are you doing playing up in three B? You're not ready for that. But from our point of view, you know, there was a number of reasons how to play up in three B. So we got playing twice in the same day. We were judging go. our drum core. Yeah. You know, yep. against that grade as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's a physical challenge to get it to is. drum that much in one day. Because I know from talking from experience, it's difficult to keep guys out of the beer tent as soon as they've played their set. The drum gets through and half and away. Yeah, well, I, know, I know a few guys that maybe went to the beer tent after qualifying <laughs> and struggled to make it to the, to the final. Yeah. Uh, oh crap! Did we qualify? Oh, I'll put my pint down. That's why you have to go with the belief you can do it. If you're standing there in the beer tent on the fourth pint, you're not gonna. Very well. <laughs> and to be fair, with grade four as well, they start at stupid o'clock in the morning. You're yeah. there from 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, and then your final might not be until four or five that afternoon. And depending on the weather and how the balance going, you know, we, we try not to overplay in the morning, but, you know, if things aren't going well, yeah, you probably have to take that extra two or three runs just to get everything yeah. right for the line. So you could be played out by the time you come back uh, for another run. Oh, grade four is so interesting, and again with a lot of dark horses. So all of our predictions with St Mary's and Kilmarnock and mm. could they all be up in the air for grade I'm four. Not putting money on it, but I'll put money on ourselves anyway. Oh, there you go, <laughs> gone the lagging. Well, best of luck with that. Anyway, I wish you luck now. <laughs> okay, grade three B. Now I think everyone that's been in contact with me, including myself, has picked the Quinn to lift it. Yeah, the Quinn have done well all season. Uh, piping and drumming both. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the drumming to the Quinn for sure. Um, but just to throw something in the mix for the piping, mm. although the Quinn have the capability of doing it, I think that Royal Boravannon have had a few really good results. They've, they've been steadily at the top of that grade. Yeah, caused an upset there at Dumbarton. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of ruffled a few feathers. People are like, what? What just happened? <laughs> well, they are a strong band. Um, but sometimes, yeah, result like that comes out and nobody sees it coming. The Quinn in this country have done really well, but uh, as you said earlier, you know, sometimes the Northern Ireland bands, they're, you know, they're doing well over here, but you have to judge them by the international circuit, what yeah. they're going to do at the Worlds compared to, you know, how, 
how the Scottish bands are rating up to that. I think they'll do well. I think they'll be in the top three. But oh, at least top yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. I think, for me, it's kind of the same as Grade 1, but we'll get chatting about Grade 1 in a minute. Mm. But it's between Annan and the Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, Stuart had said first place to the Quinn and Drummond going to Annan. Okay, which is okay. probably about fair enough. Uh, let me see. Paul says... I leave 3B to someone who isn't playing in it. So I think Paul is playing in grade 3B. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to do that before A, but it's fair enough. <laughs> Todd, you may as well put your money where your mouth is, Paul. Yeah. So, aye, there you go. We're predicting it could well be between Annan and the Quinn then for the top spot. Yeah. There you go. What do you think will split the bands? For me, personally, I think it's going to be ensemble that's going to break the gap mm-hmm. between the two of them. Well, the Quinn has a strong ensemble. I mean, as I say, they've done yeah. well both piping and drumming. And ensembles uh, a really important uh, score on the sheet whenever you know it all comes down to totals. Definitely, yeah. And I, I know that in in three A, and the same, I suppose, in grade two, there are a number of bands that um, you know the drumming's just not at the same level as the piping, and it brings the overall scores down. So yeah, well, that's that's what you find a lot. You know, well, that's, I hate to call them lower grades, but not grade one. Mm. You find the different ends of the band are at two different levels. Well, especially bands that are developing, it's no, it's through no fault of their own. A lot of you know, yeah. A lot of times they're bringing new players through. I mean, ourselves and Tully Lagan, we've brought a lot of new players through this year. We've got a lot, uh, a lot more players coming through. We've probably got as many learners in the band as we do people playing in the band. It's so, great to see, yeah. Um, but you do find that sometimes, you know, one side of the band's maybe a little bit ahead or behind and. That'll come right in a year or two, you know. Yeah. So bands like the Quinn and Annan, who are both kind of still kind of establishing themselves in the grade, it's going to be dead interesting to see where they fall out. Uh, yeah, but I think um, for our own, from our own point of view, it's good to take a bit of confidence in, from the Northern Ireland perspective. You know, yeah. we've got a few really strong bands there. The Quinn's definitely a good solid. God, the Quinn! Yeah. <laughs> well, see, this could be my bias, you see, because Quinn was my old outfit. So truly is, yeah. yeah. Aaron Smith always produces a good drum core, and you know, there's a couple of solid drummers in there with him. Ah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Right, okay, that's three B taken care of. I think it's pretty much a two horse race in there. Although I'm sure everybody else competing in three B who's listening will be slagging us off. Saying, <laughs> well, we're playing too. Uh, well, let's look at Grade Three A now. For me. I had two picks and I couldn't split them. I had two six two two Highland Squadron, of the RAF, and I had City of Inverness. Yes, well, the RAF have won the piping earlier in the year. I can't remember what competition that was. They've had an amazing season so yeah. far. And in fact, a band that I've been watching for a while, um, you know, I just keep an eye on them occasionally, and they always uh, throw out a couple of nice tunes, you know. Um, yeah. And from three A perspective, you know, Drumlock have been a really strong band. Uh, all season in this country, definitely. Yeah. Although, whenever we've seen, you know, how they've done against some of the Scottish bands, I think, you know, three A's, it's probably going to go to a Scottish band this year. Do you think so? Not that I want it to, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, can you see there's our bias coming through again, man? <laughs> yeah. John Locke have, have won a, a few competitions this year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, from chatting to a few guys in that band, you know, they've had a really good streak and they're really enjoying it, but... Um, Scottish bands. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw the overall prize to Wallstone this year. Ooh, Wallstone. Good That's shout, yeah. actually. It's a bit of a mathematical deduction that one, I suppose. Mathematical. <laughs> All right. You put a, apply the formula and stuff. No, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for work. <laughs> So yeah. Wallstone. That's interesting. So well, I'll go to my emails here. Stuart he says grade three A 
2622, so he agreed yeah. with me there. But he says the Drummond going to Sterling. Sterling, I would throw, I would give that, I would give that a shout as well. Royal Borough, a Sterling's a strong drum corps. Yeah. And uh, they've always been in that top three or four this year, so. Yeah, there you go. So, and then moving on to Paul, what did Paul say? Uh, grade 3A, he actually agreed with you, Wallerstone. Mm. See, wow. See, that's a good shout, actually. Can you tell I didn't read this beforehand? <laughs> you know, method to my madness. <laughs> so Wallastone could be up there. There you go. And then he's given the drumming to 2622. So either way, Wallastone and Highland Squadron, two bands yeah. to watch. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see. I haven't heard a lot of the three, three A bands this year, other than in this country. Mm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the difference in standard if there is any yeah hopefully maybe your own band's all well I'm going to throw another fly in the ointment right what about the band's name that's really fun to say Marlacou 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 have had a great season yeah they have um, a couple of really good drummers in there too I suppose they've had a a solid run Uh, I heard a little bit of them in Moira a Mm -hmm. decent sized core Um, we'll see how they stack up I suppose but they fell away a few times you know, whenever they've been competing, sometimes they have a real rotten weekend. Well, you can get a rainy day. Yeah. You can get a rainy yeah. day or, you know, anything can happen on the day, I suppose. You can walk into the ring and drop a stick. <laughs> That's <laughs> happened to everyone. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. But, hey, in 3A, if anything's going to be dead interesting, because there's a lot of different bands that can nip in there. Uh, Paul's also mentioned Port Leithen. Port Leithen, yeah. Good Port band. That's a dark horse. I don't know much about Port Leithen right enough, but I have seen them on the prize list. But sometimes people just throw in a name just uh, to be alternative, and I think that's probably that could be that uh, could be the case there. Yeah, but you know, if he yeah. if he gets that one right, then he's going to get a lot of money in the bag. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, surely, yeah. But you know, oh, by the way, if anyone's going to be gambling using our picks, please uh, don't. Don't be, don't be at it. No, no, no. Because no, we are bands. you lose enough money over pipe bands, you don't want to be gambling over it. <laughs> definitely don't be using our picks. Uh, right, okay. But now I've been chatting about this grade now all season. Grade two. It's possibly the most competitive grade of the whole season. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, when I was over at Scottish Championships, I did see a couple of really... and like Everybody knows it rained at the Scottish. Yeah. So anybody that was playing in grade two, they had a bit of a, a struggle. Like, mm. um, Heard a couple of the bands that I'm going to give a shout to. I think Lomond and Clyde are probably going to yeah. take a top spot on that. And now, Glasgow Sky have won the Drummond, mm. I think, at least once this year. They're a strong core. When I heard them in the final tuning, they weren't just so hot, but they seemed to do well in the ring. They got the result that was needed. And, and that's where it's important, sometimes yeah. Sometimes that's where bands maybe fall down. They're, they're playing yeah. well all day. They don't get the prize in the ring. That's just, if anything, I think, um, the champion of champions table, I think both bands are level pegging. Mm, yeah. So it could go either way. It could go either way. So my pick is Loman and Clyde. I'm very happy to be wrong. It's very strange for us to agree. Isn't it, though? That's weird. We (laughs) we used to have conflicting views, have a good old banter about it. This is what I was expecting. (laughs) I'm bringing on the podcast. We can argue about stuff, but we're we're agreeing with everything. Uh, Who else did I have? Yeah, Loman and Clyde, Glasgow Sky, obviously, for the drumming. And then Dark Horse being Manor Cunningham. Manor Cunningham, yeah. Very uh, Well, they've done well, I suppose. uh, I think they won... Somewhere in grade two, they played up in grade one a couple of times this year as well. They have done, yeah. A strong drum corps that have that have definitely kept themselves in the prizes. Mm. Probably a slightly bolder base section than what some are used to. So it depends how the Scottish judges or the judges at the Worlds take that sort of ensemble sound. Uh, if they that, like it, they'll go for it. If they don't, they could. It plays a massive part in it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a very distinctive style. So uh, if you get the right judge on the day, definitely, you know, it's going to steal their attention. It, yeah. Pitchy. 
it gives you a chance of getting into the prizes. See, whenever you're talking about Manor Cunningham, it's awesome to see them back again after making a return, Absolutely. but you can't count out the other force from this island, Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt. Uh, yeah, a very strong piping section. Yeah. And, uh, and they've played up in grade one this year and done well at that. Definitely, although, yeah. Although it remains to be seen whether they're ready, I suppose, for the top grade. But uh, That's it, yeah. But I suppose in, in Northern Ireland, you know, it's gone back and forth between Manor and uh, Cross Kelp. And, uh, it has. We'll see how it goes. It's been a good tennis match to watch, to be fair. The pair of them are pushing each other. It's, you know what, it's, it's way better that way. If you've got one band that's out in front, you know, nobody likes uh, a one-horse race. No. And I suppose that's why, you know, it's more... A lot of people say it's more fun to play in the middle or lower grades because the competition's a lot more fierce. I mean, yeah, everybody enjoys the crack a bit more and, you know, it's a bit more jovial, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you, if you don't know who's going to get the top prize, you know... Makes it more fun. It makes it more fun and everybody, you know, puts a bit more work in because they yeah. think we've got a chance here, so... Definitely, yeah. So, let's look at our emails. Stuart, you have said for grade two, Loman and Clyde and... Drummond, Glasgow's guy. So he's pretty much... Something. Yeah. Although he's mentioned another band here, St. Thomas Alumni. I haven't heard, heard of them. I've heard of them, but I haven't heard them recently. I don't think I've heard them this season yet. be interesting to see if they, they jump into the prizes. Well, it could be a good shout there, but Stuart, it, actually. Yeah. I haven't heard of them in the prizes, which makes me wonder. Yeah. Is that just a bit of favouritism? <laughs> uh, see, there could be a bias there. I don't know. Uh, so Paul, he says, Loman and Clyde, again, uh, the Drummond, Glasgow's guy. Same as what we said. Yeah. And he's actually putting Klaus Kelt as being third. Good call, yeah. So he's discounting Manor Cunningham in there in the top three. So it could be between Klaus Kelt and Manor to get that third spot. Yeah, I've seen Manor down at fifth or sixth as well. You know, uh, They have off weekends. They have off weekends. But as I say, that's because they've got such a distinctive style. They've got really strong medleys. And, and if you're going to go in and play that, you have to be confident in the way you play. And uh, yeah. you know the judges say they're going to like it or... Detested. <laughs> uh, that's it. Well, okay. On to the big one. But before we do, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Can we talk about adult or senior drum majors? Okay, something that I know very little about. No, this is a complete <laughs> curveball. I, I didn't even ask you to come up with a prediction for this. But have you got any picks for the adults? I'll start you off. My pick, it's been so far this season, it's been between Alicia and Jason Price. The, yeah. the two of them have been back and forth at each other all season. It's been brilliant to watch. Yeah. If I was to put my money down, uh, and I can see the text messages coming into <laughs> the live show on Tuesday night, well, this will be some fun. But I'm going to go with Jason. Jason yeah. Price from Mervara. He just, he's had a great, anytime he's been performing, he's just looked really, really strong. Jason has been strong all season. Knowing very little about uh, drum majoring, I'm probably going to sink myself. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, go for it, man. I've just done I'll probably it. go with Jason as well, to be fair. I mean, yeah. I have actually seen Alicia around the circuit a few times this year. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if it was a rumour or whether uh, it's a true story or not, but I'd heard that she maybe struggled a bit at uh, Moira. But, you know, that's... Uh, see, with the conditions and everything, because the weather was crap. It was It was seriously warm. I know yeah. a lot of people were struggling with the heat, even though we were getting rained on. I know, it's been but, weird here. But I suppose... That's the Northern Ireland circuit. That's what you deal with, yeah. No, go with Jason. Um, I would say Jason. Don't ask me to put money on that. (laughs) (laughs) No, nor me. But I figured I'd throw in a curveball. And rest assured, our emailers didn't give us a prediction for drum majors either. So it's probably going to be some Canadian guy that I've never heard tell of. What you call that fella? That's going to annoy me now. Kyle or yeah, 
Uh, oh, he stepped in there a few times now yeah. and left with it. So don't have a I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Ah, drum majors so difficult to predict. But right, okay. <laughs> Enough procrastinating, rap. On to the big one. Right, my prediction. Right, no, no laughing. <laughs> All right, first place, field marshal. Yeah. Right. I've got field marshal first, and I've got St Lawrence lifting the drumming. St Lawrence lifting the drumming. Hmm. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, like and and Slot have won the drumming a few times. Yeah. And actually, you know, like I suppose it's a bit like manner. You know, whenever you're looking at a band with a very specific style, and if you like that style, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be glued to that. You're gonna love that style. I just play. love St Lawrence's drum corps, man. It's uh, it's an attacking style of play, and yeah. Uh, Nobody can, nobody can argue that Stephen Crichton is, you know, he's got a an amazing chord. He's got a good chord. Yeah. He's got a, you know, a very good sense of direction where he wants to take that chord. I, I don't know if they're going to win the drumming. I definitely think they'll think be in so. the top three. Well, I, I see. But well, I've heard if I've you're heard not going to have in that top section, then I, yeah. If you're not going to have slot though, like who who else are you going to hand it to? Because the other well, the that's other it. Bands, you know, who do you give it to? to you're going to have to look at FM, Inverary, you're going to look at the Boggies, you're going to look at that like top six grade one yeah. bands, drum course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to, you know, can they win it as opposed to can they be in the top six? I, I don't think FM's going to win it. They have won the drumming this year, yes. But, but don't you don't think FM going to win it this year. Their drum corps won't lift it? No, not the drum corps. No, no. They may win the piping. <laughs> do you think, <laughs> as a band though, do you disagree with me? Do you think FM's going to lift the top spot? Absolutely, I think they'll win it. You think so? Yeah. Um, I mean, we both heard them in the UKs. Ah, they were just amazing. And we heard those two medleys. We heard FM and we heard Inverary back to back. Yeah, yeah. And we were thinking, you know, we, we sat and listened to a good chunk of the grade and it, it ended up they put the two best bands right next to each other and we basically said it was down to those two bands on the day. It um, was, yeah. And I don't think that they're so far ahead of the rest of the grade that nobody can catch up with them, but I do think that they probably are the two bands yeah. That are she and Inverary and FM are, are the, the two bands at the top of the grade. But drumming-wise, yeah. I think I probably would give the drumming to Inverary. Do you think so? It's, it's an incredibly musical drum score or drum core. Yeah, it is, to and be fair, scores, you're right, yeah. Their scores, ensemble-wise, it's so much, you know, their medleys are so much more relaxed. I mean, FM are... FM are a machine. Efficient. They are, yeah, ruthlessly efficient. <laughs> it's just the right word for that, but, yeah. If, I suppose it's it's preference. I mean, if if you want that like incredible technique, the brilliant sound, that's you know you, you can't argue with that. That's FM. That's FM. But yeah. Inverary brings something more musical, something maybe slightly more relaxed, but they still play with aggression. Yeah, and technicality is still there from the drum corps side. I don't know enough yeah. about piping to argue, but uh, I think the drummer could go to Inverary and probably best. You know, they've probably got the best bass section in the world. I have to give a shout out to Danny there. So hey, she's, there she's you go. <laughs> but see, for me, Inverary are more. Now this is going to sound weird saying this, but they're more emotional yeah. in their in their playing. But that's why I enjoy that style of playing. I mean, yeah, it, it, it would take a brave judge to say, right, okay, that's better than FM because it's more emotional. But at the end of the day, it is music. And uh, it has to be musical. It's supposed to be, yeah, musical. But then with me, for St. Lawrence at all, it comes down to execution. Yeah. But that, that's because I'm a drummer. I can pre- appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. And technically, it, it's just Slot, flawless. Slot have incredible light and shade. Yeah. And, uh, like, we know Stephen Crichton can do some weird things <laughs> with, the drum, <laughs> with the drum score. He can do, um, yeah. 
but it's, you know in Vary I've got uh, light and shade musicality as well I mean they're doing is it one of their medleys with their their forties are playing a bit stereo type you know where it's going from oh, two halves of the core I've seen that yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's inventive it's creative it's it goes with the the, the tunes so you know if yeah. you're gonna put slot and Inveray up you know against each other musically wise you know they're on a par I think but technically yeah. Inveray probably would beat that although I will throw uh, a wee uh, cheeky one in because I do oh, think okay. Sometimes in grade one, people think, you know, the top five or six, they've marked their cards and that's all it's going to be. Yeah. But this year, you know, there's a few different, uh, there's a few ups and downs with drum cores anyway. And I, I'm going to say that the Veil of Athol are probably going to sneak into the top five. For oh, the Veil? The Veil. I've heard them a few times. Strong, strong drum core. And Great I have to give band, a shout out actually. to Marcus and Matty as well, because they come down to Tully Dragon sometimes and help us out with it. Right, Some I see. The drumming, you see, a bit of an outsider view. Yeah, yeah. Us. And uh, just knowing a bit about, uh, you know, how the drumming's going this year, I think, you know, they could sneak into that top five. Uh, do you know, that's not a bad shout, actually. We're, we're going to talk about Dark Horses after mm-hmm. we predicted our top three. So for me, okay. FM and Ferrari, slot. Yeah, I would put them in, in that order. Yeah. For overall bands, yes. But yeah. I would give the drumming to Inverary. Yeah. Ah, I disagree. Hey, there it is what it is. Not the first time. No, no, no. <laughs> so let's go on to Stuart's email. He's saying Inverary FM St. Lawrence. Okay. Uh, he says the drumming goes to Inverary. Yeah. So uh, I am getting voted out here. Uh, so Paul, he says first place Inverary, second place Field Marshal, third place Slot. Drumming going to Inverary. So everyone's all saying what you're saying. It'd be a really good win for Inverary if they did get it overall. And like, yeah. you know, I talked. A bit about their drumming there, but let's face it, it's a really strong pipe core. That is. So that is. You know, they, Shameless plug for our sponsors, G One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, medley's really musical. Depends on the judge on the day, but you know, they've got the ability to beat FM, I suppose. They do. They do certainly. Wrong for any band, even FM. <laughs> so, who do you think will be the band on the day, regardless of the grade, to cause an upset? To jump into the top ten, top five, even or top mm-hmm. six, even. That you would not expect. You reckon the veil? I think the veil. Yeah, I mean, the veil. I suppose because we haven't heard an awful lot of them in recent years, you know. And when they in recent years, when they were playing with their their older drum corps, you know, it was maybe top ten band and top yeah. ten, top eleven. You know, they were there. People like I've you know in the past, I've always had an ear out for, for the veil because they've always had very distinct medleys. They have very they creative, some, yeah. Some really inventive medleys, some maybe a bit questionable. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a few dodgy years, yeah. But I like fair. that because at least, you know, you get to hear something different. And, yeah, they're you know, doing something. And, uh, but I do think this year, you know, um, really strong drum corps and uh, they could do well. And uh, Another band, is, uh, was it that band from Denmark, Balligan? Oh, I mean, yeah, they've been incredible this year. we've spoken in the past about, you know, sometimes when you get, like, a bag of cap Creval, and bands that you don't hear all year, they're not on our circuit, so you know nothing about them until yeah. they land. And great twos, brilliant for that. And then they come over and blow your knickers off, and you're like, what just yeah, happened? That, or it's like you've waited for them all year, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, waited for them. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, too, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, they're playing some really musical scores, too, Um if nothing else, it's just because I suppose they're not in our competition circuit, so they're not following the lead from everybody else around them. And no. they've, you know they've they've got their own 
uh, style to bring to the, the yeah, plate. Yeah, that's a different curveball. I'd like to hear Balogun this year now, just to see how they get on. I'm looking forward to it, actually, yeah. Looking at the practice footage and stuff, certainly it sounds pretty sharp. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, well, just looking completely at grade one, band I think that's going to create a bit of a shock this year would be the PSNI. Yeah, yeah, Barney's... Uh, We've had a great season so far. I mean... When you look at some of the bands Barney's played with in the past, and he's you know he's an incredibly technical drummer. I suppose mm. you know, he does a lot of teaching. He's he is just a strong drummer. He was in the old RUC band. Yeah. And uh, you know that drum corps going really well. I've never seen so many drummers in a line. <laughs> they're, they're just an army. They're <laughs> one of these huge bands. Yeah. yeah. And from the piping side, I mean, yourself and mm. me, we know a couple of the pipers in there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Badger, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> and Davy Reed sets a brilliant sound, doesn't matter where he is. He does. Yeah. And, you know, they pack a big punch. If they play well on the day, yeah, they could uh, cause an upset. Yeah. For me, they're a dark horse. PSNI plus Scottish Power. Did you hear Scottish Power at the weekend? I did. I did hear Scottish Power on the weekend. They were incredible. I mean, when you hear bands at that level, even if you don't know anything about pipe bands, the first time you hear a band at that level, it does make you sort of stop and pay attention. Like, yeah. What did you make of the umbrellas, though? Did you see them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a gimmick, isn't it? it? It's just that, I suppose. But you know what? If we all come, you know, you see bands every year. There's another gimmick. There's something on the go. Um, well, you know what? There was a lot of rain around in the day. Um, we so maybe, done they, that ourselves. maybe they helped them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but do you know what? As we have mentioned all these names and stuff, we are excluding a whole crapload of other bands. Yeah. Well, so. Well, we're, could be we're looking just at grade one, grade two, I suppose. But you know, yeah. if you're talking about upsets, you go right down to the bottom grades. You know, especially in four A, four B. Yeah. Like you, it could Mulligan, be a band. Lester a coming up. You know, because ah yeah, Lester Mulligan, Major Sinclair, Major um, Sinclair as well. Yeah. Or even there's a few bands over from the states that I've never heard of before. Shout out to Schenectady <laughs> pipe band. Never heard of them uh, until recently. So they started doing this podcast. A few of the members listening. So hello guys. Um, so best of luck when you're playing hope you get through to the final and if you do yeah take a selfie for me <laughs> Aye. isn't that the fun though when you've got bands that are developing it's, you know you might even mm. hear them earlier in the year and you think right well they're in the top 10 yeah. every time you next hear them they're they're singing that's you know, it it's unbelievable how far they've come on and that's that's why I look forward to the words. You never know what you're going to see. Exactly. This happened to us last year on the show. We were covering all the worlds at this stage, and somebody was telling me to go and film a band called Warchester Kilty. And oh, I, yeah. I said, who? <laughs> Warchester who? Nah, I'm at the other end of the park right now, and I'm filming Simon Fraser. Yeah. I, I'll leave it. <laughs> Why was I wrong? Yeah, I've seen them about a couple of times, and just the same as yourself. Like, when you don't get a warning about a band like that, I suppose yeah. it's all the more... You know, you're all the more amazed the hairs in the back of your neck stand up because Aye. you're just like going about your your pipe band routine. You've got your, you know, your place you need to be, and then somebody yeah. like that walks out in front of you blowing a sound. You're like, that's true. What's that's going true. on here? Well, yeah, I wish everyone the very best of luck when you're going to the words. I'm sure whenever you're listening to this, you're either probably in transit or who knows, you could actually be there at the minute. So good luck to yourself, Drew, and the lagging boys. Much, yeah. Yeah, just a big shout out if you want to get on to the Lagan Facebook page and uh, anyone wants to start to learn the Piper Drum, this, it's, our, our band has a strong influence on learning. That's the yeah, name of yeah. So that's Tully Lagan Pipe Band from Northern Ireland. Definitely, <laughs> definitely worth a shout. Yeah, if you're living in Northern Ireland, living locally, yeah, definitely worth looking at. Yeah. Because you do teach from complete beginners yeah. all the way up to advanced. 
Yeah, I don't know where I fit on the scale of that, but <laughs> no, me either. Me either. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's enjoyable to play in a band like that, you know. Um, yeah. Seeing the young kids come through, it's brilliant. Oh, that's it. Well, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. We have put our eggs all in one basket. Please feel free. You can message us in bigrabshow at gmail.com or you can reach us on our Big Book, Facebook, uh, which is the same thing, just Northern Irish for Facebook, or you can reach us on Twitter at Big Rab Show. And, yeah, have a good world. We will see you when it's all over and done with. Grant, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1, and until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.